Wow, do I have an episode for everyone today. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. Today, I'm going to get right into it. We're going to talk about the negative alien agenda and possibly the real reason for Noah's flood. We're going to be reading directly out of the Book of Enoch, continuing this series Enoch's angels and aliens. We're really looking, we're just peeling this back, suspending disbelief. Okay, I'm not here to give you guys any kind of scientific data or proof of this stuff. This is really just a, a mind escape, a way to kind of think about things differently. What might really be going on? Um, I really try to avoid any type of the conspiratorial things. And today it's going to be difficult to do that, but I promise I will try to keep this very fair and balanced and kind of focus on spiritual ascension rather than the literal belief of any of this. Now, with that said, I'm definitely not taking away the idea, as I spill coffee here, the idea of uh, the literal interpretation of this. Um, as I open a million windows on my computer here because I spilled coffee all over my freaking keyboard, guys. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's been one of those days already. Very, very frustrating energy going on right now in the world. Um, and I just moved everything. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, trying to clean my keyboard off and it's hitting all kinds of buttons. And Okay, let's see. No, I don't want to download anything. Um... Got deep into the menu here somehow. Okay. Um, so, as you guys are joining, uh, what's up? Uh, Kale Miller says, I agree. Frustrating energy for me, too. I don't even know how to turn. Okay, I'm going to turn the keyboard off and clean the keyboard. And we're going to talk while I clean the keyboard here because coffee went all over it and these things are not cheap and um, I don't want to have to buy a new one. So, um, yeah, I'm going to talk about the Yahweh Collective here. Um, I'm going to talk about the NAA groups. Uh, NAA stands for Negative Alien Agenda. Um, I've not really gotten deep into this stuff yet, guys, and I think we're going to have to to just like really reveal, I think, what's actually going on in the world and within human consciousness and kind of where we are in human ascension, all of those things. Um, frustrating energy going on right now, guys. Like, I mean, I literally ran my head into a door today, just trying to open a door. Like I'm walking through the door and I try to open it and bam, just smacked my face against the door. So it's super, super annoying. Like whatever energy is going on, it just seems like even yesterday trying to go to the gym, everybody was at the gym. Just everybody's like really anxious right now. And I'm starting to see lots of news stories that are just really perpetuating that anxiety in the world. And so I think that's exactly why today's like the right time to talk about all of this stuff. Because again, this is not uh, conspiratorial. I try to really, really stay away from that stuff. You guys know that. Um, but I think that it's going to be revealing when we get into this, if I can ever get my keyboard cleaned. Uh, thank you guys for your patience. You guys know that this is live and raw and there's more coffee coming out of the buttons now. So that is awesome. I love it when I destroy um, equipment that is, again, not cheap. Um, and for you guys that complain about me rambling, this is probably going to drive you nuts today. We've got some members of our community that 
complain and say, well, wish you'd just shut up and talk about what you're going to talk about. Well, this is my podcast, so you get to hear me and you get to see me ramble or talk about whatever I want to. So welcome. Um, Kale Miller says I'm already nuts. Hey, I totally understand. Um, let's see. Arox says, uh, I was at the gym yesterday too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then affordable says God slammed your head. Yeah. God didn't slam my head. The dang door slammed my head and just my, um, kind of struggling with the energy right now. Uh, we've had a lot of purging energy, tons and tons of solar flares, like X class solar flares. Uh, the collective uh, consciousness has been raised and pruned and lots of stuff going on. It's very important to root down right now. I'm going to talk about dimensions like 1 through 12 um, over the next, uh, probably really this week, um, kind of learning more about the dimensional qualities of existence. And, you know, we, I think, often think about like 5D. We're all ascending to 5D. We've got like all this work to do and everything. And while that is true... That is absolutely true. Um, I think that there's like another level of this ascension that we've got to root down to 1D. Like what is 1D? 1D is like that unity. It's like where everything is one. It is like, um, and we just think about vibrations like this, but then we got to remember that this timeline, it circles back. Like everything is cyclical. And the higher you go, the deeper you have to go. Like you've got to be rooted um, because like if you just sit there and meditate all day long and you become this high, high vibration being, then your body has to go away, right? Like, and if you're going to do work in the 3d, you've got to be rooted into something. And that's where like the, the 1d is like this unity where all things are one. It's like where the God source kind of emanates from. And then you've got 2d where it's like the duality being born out of that. And like, you can see like light and dark, good and evil, all of those things. And then you got 3D where you can observe those dimensions. Like you go, I see this person is good, this person is bad, or I yeah, I can perceive that this thing is good or bad or light or dark or whatever. It's like that, that observational quality of the dimensions uh, that we experience. And then you get 4D is like the realization of time and the entrapment of time. Or the illusion of time. And then you get into 5D is where you're kind of aware of all these lower... We, we forget that. Like 5D really is the awareness of the lower... Uh, the lower... Uh, they're not realms. They're um, uh, dimensions. And we, and we got to remember that too. Realms have dimensions in them. Dimensions are not realms. And so like... That's some, that's some, uh, some wide open mind uh, mindscape stuff this morning. So... Um, uh, let's see, you will be going through, uh, shift and conscious mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pedro says, I repented of my sins. I accepted Jesus Christ as my savior. Now the Holy spirit is in control. Uh, that is definitely, um, that's, that's right out of the book, man. And, and, you know, good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, and I hope that you continue to explore, uh, even beyond that revelation in your life. Um, I've been there too. And that's kind of where this whole thing has been born out of is like, Hey, I don't know. And I know there's a lot going on that I don't know. And I want to, I want to learn more about it. I want to experience it. Uh, esoteric says, uh, I'm glad to see you back, brother. Thank you very much. Yeah. I took, uh, I took a bit of time off. I've been working on the charisma course. Uh, we've had a bunch of people joining that. We had a few technical bugs, but those are all worked out now. Uh, the course is, is filling up lots of people in it now. And then we've got, um, I've been putting more and more videos in it. 
Um, it's just called Charisma. It's on my website, www.cubcooker.com. You actually get free membership in our patron support community, the Mythos Group. So you get like a community. You get calls every Saturday with the community. Uh, we've got a private YouTube library with that, but also you get the course with that, which is actually a structured uh, it's kind of meant for you to just go through at your own pace. The videos are literally three minutes each. There's challenges attached to every module. Um, and so just as you go through it, it's this ever expanding library of like exploration of your consciousness and really equipping you to be a light worker, to actually start alchemizing your own gifts within your life, uh, which is really, really cool. And, and I got to tell you the reports I've had from people that have already, taken the course and and burned through the videos they're like hey we're going back through the videos because there's a lot here even in three minutes it's like this this thing like let's just keep going through them and so it's really really cool i'm so excited to have launched that i've been wanting to launch a course for quite some time and i just haven't been able to do it but uh that's kind of why i took a bit of time off like just to get that alchemized and out into the world now i can finish my coffee so thank you guys that have supported that. Um, it's only 30 bucks a month right now. Like you can't beat that. Other people's courses are like going for a hundred bucks plus a month or one-time payments of several hundred dollars. And I just wanted to do something that you guys like that want to just do the daily walk with me and like just really like plug away at your own uh, higher self and your own mission on this planet. That's what this is about. And the word charisma means grace or gifts. Uh, in Greek and that's that's why I named it that because it's like let's let's reveal our gifts let's perfect our gifts let's actually go out and do the work to heal and love ourselves and others by the way and that's the whole point of that and that's kind of where I'm going to approach this today with this negative alien agenda like what does it mean this image behind me is kind of the idea of like Noah uh, getting ready to build the ark to figure out how to continue humanity. You know, we kind of have that story. And so this is kind of the Old Testament God here, if you guys can see that. Um, and I'm just, I'm taking the extraterrestrial alien, ancient alien view of all this, by the way. Um, Gary, great question. I'm learning that, Gary. Man, um, I, I wish I had a better explanation now, but... The way I'm understanding it, Gary asks, explain different dimensions within a single realm. Um, so like you can have a realm, like right now we're in the earthly realm. Then you have like the heavenly realm. Then you have the under realm. Um, and then you're going to have um, different vibrations within that. Like we know like around us there are energies or entities existing, coexisting within the space we're in. And so that in and of itself kind of explains the idea of like we're in the earthly realm right now. We're in this reality and we have these constraints based on what dimension we're in. And so as you get into the higher dimensions um, and some people say that like when you get to the ninth dimension, that's the godhood dimension where you are literally a co-creator of everything in the universe but then when you hit the 10th dimension, it circles back around to one, to unity. And it's like this cyclical, really interesting stuff. Again, I don't 100% understand it for sure. Um, but I do like exploring it. And I am going to explore more of that and kind of what does that look like? How does that work? Because I've always thought that like, you know, the dimensions are realms. But I'm starting to understand that the realms can be 
can have different revelations of the dimensions or allow different dimensions to uh, coexist more fully. So really, really interesting. Like, um, and so that's why when you say extra dimensional beings, like you can have like 90 beings that are literally like godhood creators of the universe type thing that are existing right next to you as you're in the 3D. Like you're trapped in the 3 and 4D with time here. But your consciousness can ascend here to the 5D where you can actually observe all of the stuff going on and even start to see sparks of the other realms. Um, and then there's, you know, people that are like uh, psychedelic astronaut type things where they can actually experience other realms like the fractal beings and like the DMT realms and stuff like that. Um, and realize that they're right here with us. Like this, this dimension that we're existing in is really, we're only existing in it because we're observing it and we're kind of trapped within it. And that's what I want to talk about that. That's a perfect gateway into what I'm talking about today. So I'm going to finish reading, uh, this chapter of Enoch. We're in book three, the book of Noah, chapter two, the calling of Enoch. And what I want to question today is the idea of what God is this? Now, we have so many different literatures and mythologies and traditions that all have the one true God in it. And you have to ask yourself at the end of the day, is it all the one true God? Or is that like the God of that time period or that realm that they're in? Like, And so I'm a big ancient astronaut theorist. So that's where... I'm going to approach this. Like I believe that our planet's been visited by ET entities. They are what we would call the God, the gods, the sons of God, um, the uh, angels, even in a lot of traditions. Now the true like definition of an archangel is actually like a being of light living within arcs of light. And we kind of miss that. Yeah. Anunnaki. Absolutely. So like, we're going to, we're going to look at this from the purpose of like the Anunnaki here. And you know, I don't need to prove this to you, by the way. Just go look into ancient history. Go look into the Sumerian texts. Go look into like the Emerald Tablets. Go look into the Epic of Gilgamesh. Look into uh, Genesis and the Bible. Look into the Book of Enoch. Even if you just take these as mythologies, you can go look at the actual sites. Things like Puma Punku. Things like the pyramids. Things like um, all the different types of monolithic stonework that are present all over our planet hidden in plain sight like i again i don't i'm not here to like prove this or convince anyone if you vibe with my content it's probably because you already kind of see what i'm talking about and if you don't see what i'm talking about stick around and i hope i'll reveal that yeah the pyramids they're three stars of orion like um why is that like why is the pleiades talked about in the bible over and over and over and over like uh because the palladian uh, race of extraterrestrials are like the enlightened ones that are trying to help enlighten humanity. And then you have what's the, what's called the NAA, the negative, uh, alien agenda. That's a whole different, like, uh, species or tribe or whatever you want to call them of extraterrestrial beings. And I, I believe extraterrestrial beings are existing in multiple dimensions. Okay. Like the they're they're able to root into the 1d and understand source but they're also uh able to manifest in the 3d they can also be there within your 5d consciousness to help avatar with you like if you if they're helping you ascend if you're if you're connected to some of these like more of the the light warrior type um 
extraterrestrial entities. This is all wild stuff, guys. I'm just telling you, like, you know, if you thought I was crazy before, this is a great episode for you to solidify your belief that Cooker has lost his mind. Um, but with that said, uh, getting into the Book of Enoch and and my honest questioning of who is this Lord of Spirits, who is this Lord of Righteousness that that Enoch is talking to. And again, I get more of a picture of these alien gods, this kind of like battle for humanity that's going on for this creation uh, that was supposed to be like pure and beautiful and like literal children of the source of God, light beings that were then trapped within the 3D matrix here. Um, thank you guys for the stars, by the way. Stars, gifts, everything else. What's up, CBT Warm? What's up, my brother Tyler? Love you, man. I uh, hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, we're just talking about some really weird stuff here in Enoch, like looking at the other side of the coin, the what if I've found some data on like the different extraterrestrial races and stuff that are potentially going on out there. I mean, we kind of have to admit like there's more than we know. God has like creations in all different, uh, corners of the universe. CPT warm says, I love weird stuff. Awesome. Love you too, brother. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to read Enoch here and, and this is just, a. You know, I'm not here to shake anyone's faith, try to change your mind on anything. I'm just looking at the other side of the what if coin. Like, what if this God in Enoch that's sending this flood is actually trying to wipe out like what the ascension was supposed to be raising the vibration of the origin of creation? Because if we look at Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, it's pretty clear if someone just reads it with an open mind that like Genesis 1 is kind of a different creation story than Genesis 2. Genesis 2 is almost like a maker story is what I like. I say that like someone was loose in the toy factory and got to make something out of what was already there. And that's where this whole Anunnaki type, you know, imagery imagery comes from. And again, I'm a big ET believer. Like I know they're there. I don't know what the heck they are. I think it's way too simple for people when they just go, oh, they're demons. They're demons. Don't talk to them. Don't look at them. Like I'm like, they're the gods. They're literally what we've talked about for centuries, for thousands of years. Uh, We've seen them in plain sight everywhere. CPT Warm says, God made man and woman, and then he made Adam and set him apart, placed him in the garden. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, yeah, you see it too. Um, And so looking at this concept, which is a big conspiratorial concept of uh, negative alien agenda, and then there's like the positive alien agenda. And so... I think as we read all of these texts, it's like, ask yourself, is this coming from a physical manifestation of God? Because we like see that Enoch is standing before God here. We see that Moses is standing before God. And we can take that esoterically and be like, he was standing in his heart before God. But like, you got to understand that they believed and they saw and they witnessed. And we have all of these texts that say Moses stood there as another man stands before another man. And then Jesus says, no man has stood before the Father. Like, we have all of these clues. And this all comes to, I've been reading the Bhagavad Gita and the idea of the Brahman, the source God, the Godhead, which is the energy of God, the actual truth and unity in all things, emanates in and through all things. Jesus spoke of the Father. He said, my Father is in spirit and in truth. Then we have, like, the uh, the Buddhist idea of, like, source, the source of the universal consciousness, Um, And so these concepts, 
And I, at the end of the day, like I have to ask myself, do I serve a God or do I serve source? And for me, my answer is I serve source. I serve that unity, the truth, the light, the way, all of those things that like Jesus himself spoke of. And so as I look at like these other experiences of what people consider God, now are they a manifestation uh, of the Godhead like manifesting in a 3D realm? For sure, absolutely, possibly, I don't know. Um, welcome to my world. The, the, you know, I open cans of worms that I that the answers to them actually terrify me sometimes. Like what if, you know, and that's what I do on this channel. Again, I'm not here. There's plenty of like theology channels out there. There's plenty of those types of things. I'm a light worker. I'm a mystic. I'm here to just kind of look at the weird side of the coin, try to help people be better, do better, find happiness, joy, and actually go and do light work in the world. And I believe that that's like the actual message of Jesus. Like, to love each other. He taught the bhakti yoga of love, like the ancient yogis teach uh, that love and devotion. You're devoted to the master. And then at a certain point, when the master is gone, you become the master. Like, I believe that's literally what he taught. He gave us the Christ consciousness so that we can adopt that within ourself and actually be the body of the Christ on the earth. Um, and for thousands of years, people have been looking for the Messiah, the Messiah, the Messiah. And I think that he came to reveal that we are the Christ. We are that Messiah, which we seek collectively together within him, within his energy. That's why I love the divine father, the divine mother, and the child, the Christ spirit, the word of God, the logos, which is the computation or expression. We see that in the Hindu tradition as well as I've been studying that. And so I have to lay that groundwork. So that's what I'm talking about here. We're talking about spirit beings, like beings of light and truth and, and unity. And then we're talking about like physical flesh, like manifestations, even as I kind of have behind me here that obviously can transmute the realms can transmute, uh, the dimensions even, or have consciousness of all the dimensions. Probably more of it is like, dimensions are more things that can be observed realms are things that can be traveled to like that's kind of how i define them so as we read through enoch here and we beg the question what the heck is going on who's he talking to and who actually caused the flood that's where i really get into this um if you are a bible is the inspired word of god type person this can be very very hard to stomach but i invite you even if you are that of that belief, like, just think about it. Think about the what if from the other side here. And then you might start putting pieces together that you didn't know were there. It's pretty wild. So, uh, I think there's been more than one flood. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. So in verse 10 here, as we finish Enoch, it says, and he said unto me because of their unrighteousness, this is, uh, him talking to God here. So because of their unrighteousness, their judgment has been determined upon and shall not be withheld by me forever because of the sorceries which they have searched out and learnt, the earth and those who dwell upon it shall be destroyed okay again why are the sorceries bad we have like in earlier in the book of enoch we hear that like it caused war and destruction but if you really look at it it's almost like the entities that brought it were trying to help humanity and somehow what was spurned out of that actually invited other entities that wanted to control humanity 
Um, and so that's where, you know, I'm foggy on the timeline, but I think that there's something to that as far as like, um, these fallen angels are trying to help humanity come back from 3d and raise their consciousness and realize that there are magics and powers that they can tap into that come directly from source, by the way. And then you have these ET gods or specifically this one that's like, no, 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 no. I have made and I will set apart this creation for mine and I'm going to keep it at this vibration rather than letting it ascend because I believe that source God, the unity wants us to be fully a part of it, fully aware of that, be able to co-create within all the realms together with source. That's my belief. That's my experience too. Um, and so like you have this judgment coming against the people and the angels or what I call the extraterrestrials, um, that, you know, this, this entity is not happy about what's going on and he's going to basically bring the hammer down on humanity here. And we all know the story from there, the flood, Noah's getting in the ark, but there's also, it begs the question who actually told Noah to get in the ark. There's some debate on that in the old Testament, even with like the actual entity that told him. And then we kind of see in this, again, this Lord is telling Enoch, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like, there's obviously an entity here that's actually animated and speaking to him. Um, and it says, and these, they have no place for repentance forever because they have shown them what was hidden and they are, and I'm going to say darned here, it says the other word, for, uh, but as for thee, my son, the Lord of spirits knows that thou art pure and guiltless of this reproach concerning the secret. So Enoch is talking to Noah here. Um, and he has destined thy name to be among the holy and will preserve thee amongst those who dwell on the earth and has destined thy righteous seed both for kingship and for great honors and thy seed shall proceed a fountain of righteousness and holy without number forever. Now, here's the other question here. Jesus said, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance, which means to raise your consciousness, to turn around from the stuff that's keeping you at a low vibration, that's keeping you stuck in limited belief systems, that's keeping you stuck in what we call sin, which is things that keep you in fear, anxiety, guilt, loathing, keep you believing that you're a worm in a bucket rather than you're a divine being. That's sin, right? Like that's the definition of sin. And so why, why is it that he's saying that there's going to be a righteous seed out of this? Like, and then Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. I didn't come to call righteous. I came to call sinners to repentance. I can't, it's almost to me. And, and this is, this is going far. I know, but it's almost to me. Um, that Jesus is almost like one of these fallen angels. Like the narrative is flipped. The fallen angels are actually like the beings of light, the, uh, the positive alien agenda. And then Jesus was from that same race or tribe or region of the stars, whatever. And he's actually here to help raise the consciousness as well. Because what happened to him too? He was just the, the wrath of God, God, right? Like, poured out on him like everybody knows that theology why does the loving father of jesus have to pour out any wrath because i don't see that there's any wrath within the spirit the light the truth of god there's nothing but love and unity like 
that is source and there's no like wrath in that. Now you have manifestations that come from that. We like create even the different pantheons of gods, like Shiva energy is like destructive, but creative, like, you know, and so you have these dualistic type gods that come out of that. Um, but all of them are emanating from the source. And even in like the Bhagavad Gita, as I'm reading, it talks about that, like every, I can't remember the measurement of years. It's like every several billion years or something, all beings are actually recycled back into the energy of source and then recreated. Like the big bang happened already and it's going to all go back and then it's going to boom again. And then we get to like, it's all going to be recreated. Like what a wild existence, right? Like what in, (laughs) what is even going on? Jesus said he is visible God in the flesh, but we are too. travel gig. You, you are visible God in the flesh. Uh, you just don't know it yet. You will. You just don't know it yet. Um, and that was like the authentic message that Jesus came is like, ye are gods. Like, don't forget who you are. Like, wake up, look at who you really are. Lay hands on people. You have authority over demons. Like you'll do greater things than even I have done. He called himself the son of man, which is actually translated means humanity. So think about every time he says the son of man must this, the son of man must that think about humanity. Uh, even the idea of the Christ, like, is the anointed man. He was anointed, but he also anointed us. So it's like literally a shared in that. And so even as you're devoted to Christ or you're devoted to Buddha or Krishna, like, to meditate on them and, and you'll receive that spirit. And so, like, why is there a Krishna and why is there a Jesus? Because there are some people that no matter what they do are going to struggle with the image the teach the not even the teachings, but like the the crafting around Jesus and and who he's been made into. I vibe with Krishna like deeply because like he's like this fun guy and he's blue and he like rides a chariot and um he's got cool like artwork all over him and like you know a table full of grapes and wine and like I just love this image of him and then I realize like that's literally the image of Jesus. Why did we take that away? Well, because all we have are a few red letters from him within the biblical canon, and then we have other people's opinions of him and a strong effort to try to make him the son of Yahweh rather than a son, the son of the son of the source, of the actual Brahman, the source, the unity of what is the actual authentic God. And that that's where this gets wild. So uh, we, we continue here. And so just ask yourself the question, who was Enoch talking to? Who was Noah actually instructed by? What is actually going on here? Where was Jesus actually from? Why was he here to enlighten people? Because we think about salvation one way. He had to go to the cross, die, resurrected, all of that. Well, guess what? That leaves a big void because he's not here. And it's really convenient for an institution that controls his message to go, oh, by the way, yeah, the teachings are good, but we're going to give a lot of other people's opinions, by the way, Roman opinions on who he was. We're going to put that into all of these other letters. Then we're going to make sure that that's the doctrine the church is built on. Then we're going to make sure that the person we're making you worship is no longer around because we killed him. You guys see what I'm talking about here? Like, oh, no, 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 he he raised from the dead. Now he's raised in us. Yeah, absolutely. But you still don't believe it. Because you still miss the message and you're still waiting for the big white cloud to roll in to save you when Christ himself, Jesus, said that we are the Christ. 
He also said that the kingdom of God does not come with visible signs. It is within you. It is within you. Uh, great question, Liz. Uh, what's the answer then of who is or uh, who is, was, or is? Where do I study on it? So like what I'm talking about today, you know, I had a, a family member, in fact, yesterday asked me like, well, what study guide do I use for all of this? And I'm here to tell you guys, there ain't no study guide. There's no commentary. There's no pulpit, whatever. You will not get this message from a pulpit. You will not get this out of the institution. You will not give you will not be given the authority to freely think and actually look at these timelines, look at these mythologies, look at these esoteric thoughts for yourself. But I'm here to give you permission. I I return all permission to you in the true name, in the name of the collective consciousness of Christ. I give that back to all of you guys. Um, and I, I agree that it's time for us to think on our own, to step into that next level and go, I can question who that God was. Okay. Because if I'm going to go on the dogmatic doctrinal search, okay. And I'm going to like hold to the letter of what's in the Bible, then Christ's sacrifice is sufficient. And even my questioning of God of the old Testament is still forgiven under that sacrifice that Christ gave. If I go with like the whole new age idea of like Jesus was a prophet, he was an enlightened man, he realized he was God and he told us all we were all God, then I definitely have authority still to question this God of the Old Testament and go, I don't think he was actually what we think of as God. I think he said he was God and, and he was by all intents and purposes powerful magic. He could manipulate consciousness even. Um, and manipulate the 3D matrix in ways that we can't even explain. And we still don't even have the technology or the wherewithal to even, we would just melt before him because it's such a higher being that's literally living in all of the different, um, the different uh, dimensional realities, but also can travel the realms, like to all kinds of different realms. Now, what are the realms? Literally the stars, different planets, different those are realms. You get inside a different planetary realm, and I guarantee you reality works differently there because different dimensions are realized at different heights on those planets, whatever we want to call them. I mean, we know they're there. We can see them, right? Or somehow there's the bowl of reflection. We don't know. I mean, we certainly have telescopes that can look. I mean, you can buy your own telescope right now and go look at an actual planet and tell there's something there. So all these people who say, oh, they're just blah, 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 or whatever – they are three-dimensional representations and they wield different dimensional qualities and powers within them. Even in the book of Enoch, we see that the moon has the wisdom, the Sophia wisdom planted in her. She's a curse for those without wisdom and a blessing to those who have her. Like all of this stuff, esoteric, weird. Oh, they were just pagan. They didn't, you know, they didn't even know they were blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you guys, all of this comes from somewhere. People know. People knew things then that we don't know now. And that's where I have to like approach this. I want to approach this with an open heart, guys. Like I want you guys to know that I deeply and truly seek the authentic reality that is intended for the creation within me and you. And I believe that's connected to unity, source, Brahman, the monad in the Gnostic teachings. And none of that 
is explained by this judgmental entity that we see in Enoch, we see in the Old Testament, we see in even other other extra biblical texts with mythologies going way back. I don't see that. Now, I see that as a God, a maker God of what we exist in, but I don't see that as the truth of who this authentic God that Jesus himself is talking about and that we hear spoken of even as Krishna is manifest in the 3D. He's got a whole different vibe, a whole different attitude. And and I'm on the fence on is that a literal thing that people believe or is that a mythology? I don't know, but I do know that I vibe with Krishna and I think that uh, if you haven't read the Bhagavad Gita, it's it will change your life. Like, and you will it will unlock the teachings of Jesus, in my opinion. And you start to kind of question things around the teachings of Jesus and go, wait a minute, uh, pretty sure that somebody's pulled a trick on us here because what he was saying is this, and it's really timeless, it's transcendent, and it's a spiritual concept rather than this literal interpretation that everybody tries to make it. So. Uh, God is more than one thing, just like human beings. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. A lot of truth with all religions. Kale Miller says, I totally agree with that too. By the way, if you're here, I love you. I don't care who you're married to, where you do or don't go to church, uh, gay, straight, lesbian, bi, all different colors of the rainbow, Hindu, Buddhist, Zoroastrian, non-denominational, evangelical, Gnostic. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in any of this, who, who, whatever you are, I don't care. I don't care what color you are, blue, black, yellow, pink, purple, green, orange, indigo, violet. You're welcome here. And I hope you guys know that that's my heart for this community. Design with purpose. What's up? Yes, lots of green love and a beautiful little red cap with white dots on it. Beautiful. Um, I hope you guys understand that. I hope you understand that I'm here in love and I do this authentically. Um, I'm not here to... Uh, just sell you on my course to put you in the mythos group or whatever. The people that vibe with what I'm doing and they want to be a part of the patron community or they want to take the course and get into the patron community too, I love you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. You're the only reason that I can show up and do this every day. Like that, that community, people that do the course, people that are in the mythos patron community, you're why I show up here every day. And I bring this just super authentically true truth that travels says, uh, hearts and smiles. Yes, absolutely. Got to make a living. No shame in that. Absolutely. Old lion. And I've been getting a lot of heat about that lately is like, Oh, I'm so enlightened here by my course. Tell me how else I'm supposed to do it. You know, I mean, this internet bill is hundreds of dollars a month for everything that I'm having to broadcast here in the level of internet bill that I have to pay. Like, it literally costs money just to get the message out there. And I'm not one of these TV preachers that's like, you know, if you find it in your heart, you know, and you want a blessing next week, that's not it. It's like, I'm going to be here for free no matter what, whether you ever pay me or not. But just know that if you love what I'm doing and you're not a part of the Mythos community or you're not a part of the Charisma course, just know there's other people paying the bill so that I can show up here and you need to thank them. They're in the chat right now. They are supporting me through Mythos and through the Charisma course. And by the way, when they support me, they are going much deeper into their consciousness. They are going much deeper into a community that is there for their support. They are going much deeper into showing up for themselves and actually taking lessons that you're not going to find in any church or tradition or denomination or even other like traditions 
this is all stuff that's just channeling through my consciousness that I put in there. And so if you vibe with what I'm doing, then that's what you get. So anyway, thank the people in the chat that are a part of that because they are the reason I'm here. Esoterics is mythos. Absolutely. A uh, few of us are commissioned by God to help plant the seed of knowledge. Yes. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Um, little QB says Catholic here reading the Bible. Open my eyes. Uh, it's really that simple. Absolutely. Yeah. And reading the Bible will open your eyes for sure. And I, I've probably read the Bible dozens of times cover to cover. Um, I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert on it. Like I don't remember dates and names and all of the stuff. Um, there's some people that are like, I've just read it over and over to the point where I really understand the essence and I can start to put together this stuff. And I've adopted uh, ancient astronaut theory and metaphysics and like the Buddha and Krishna and like, how does all this fit together? Cause it can't not fit together. Okay. It can't not fit together. If there's puzzle pieces in the box, they fit together somehow. Okay. We were not given a bunch of different puzzles and said, here, go fight about it. We were given one puzzle and we still fight about it. And that's, that's kind of my view on all this. So to finish Enoch here, uh, or at least this chapter, it says, And the Lord of Spirits gave a commandment to the angels who were going forth and that should not cause the waters to rise, but should hold them in check. For those angels were the powers of the waters. And it went, and I went away from the presence of Enoch. So here we have the foreshadowing of the flood that's about to happen. And again, as I talked about this, um, it's called the, I'm going to go to this ascension uh, one of our uh, brothers and sisters, in fact, is a couple sent me uh, that's in our mythos group. Go away, Marvel. Go on. Um, my dog is trying to shake her ears at me here. Um, sent me this. It's called Ascension Glossary. I've never heard of it. It's basically like Wikipedia for spirituality. Ascensionglossary.com. I'm not affiliated with them at all. I just find it fascinating. Thank God that all these terms are in one place. And so if you just look up the term Yahweh on there, it talks about um, the teachings given by the Yahweh collective, collective located on uh, Saturn. Saturn is also the solar seventh gate. So it's been used to pump out a reversal in violet ray plasma light or inverted 7D, 7D violet ray. I don't understand all this, by the way. I'm just reading from this and I'm starting to understand like, wait a minute. Okay, and so... Um, these reversal plasmas are designed to ignite and feed the demon seed that exists in the world. Okay, so that it's weird that I had all these downloads in the shower, you know, earlier in 2022. Like, you know, this Yahweh in the Old Testament has got to be like an extraterrestrial, and maybe he's not all good. Like, you know, and then I've collaborated with Sons of God Ministries on here several times. Well, now this, this article gets into um, the Yahweh Collective is part of an NAA group, which is the Negative Alien Agenda group. By the way, if you, I don't like, I'm not against anyone's tradition here or heritage or faith. I'm just inviting everyone to open their mind. And I'm, by the way, am deconstructed from any organized religion. Okay, so so I can actually sit here and say, I love you and I love your faith. And if you are Jewish or your Hebrew roots or you are uh, Muslim or you're Zoroastrian or whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm just, when I get into this stuff, know that this is not against you. This is just 
and I'm trying to be non-biased and just look at like what might be going on here. And if you feel something within you where you're like, maybe I need to look into it. Maybe I haven't been fulfilled by this path that I'm on. Maybe I need to look a little bit higher Then, then welcome. That's what we're here for. So Kelly Crook says 7D earth was on 3D moving through 4D and 5D dimensional frequency vibration. Absolutely. Um, and so these NAA groups is actually, it says a consortium of archons. And I'm going to talk about the archons this afternoon. I'm going to talk about uh, this Yahweh collective. I'm going to just talk about what all of this might mean, why the flood might have been here. And we're going to talk about the fallen angels some more. So we're going to do that this afternoon, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Don't miss it. I love you guys. Thank you for the support to all my Mythos patron supporters. Thank you for everyone that's joined Charisma. And all of the emails I've gotten, every single person that's joined Charisma so far has emailed me like a huge thank you letter of like, hey, this is not stuff that's available anywhere. And going through these little three-minute videos has just totally opened up something within me helped me go deeper and like really unlocking things. And so even one of them sent me um, some information, actually one of our Mythos members sent me some information on the gematria behind my name, Jacob Cooker. And one of the entries in there was revealer of secret knowledge. And so I don't know if that's true or not, but I just thought that was really interesting. I definitely kind of feel like that's the thing that I'm doing here is like looking into this like hidden knowledge that I think is just like right there on the surface anyway and somehow putting it together in a way that can alchemize in people's lives and unlock something within them to just like break free, break free of the matrix of all the dogmatic beliefs of like anything that says you're not good enough and just says, Hey, yeah, you like what? And, and, and that redefines repentance. Repentance is not beating yourself up and thinking that you're horrible and going, well, thank God for Jesus. Cause I suck. Like it's going like, wait a minute, I'm a divine being. All this crap that I've been doing sucks and I'm going to step away from it. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to be better because I realize that I'm a divine being and I don't want to lose my power. And every time I step into this lower vibration of what we call sin, I'm losing power. I'm losing power from the source. It's like cutting that off. It's just out of vibration with God. And I think that ultimately, guys, is like, is the beauty in it. And even as I talk about all of these different dimensions, like if, if God's source unity is, at, in, is in the first dimension where all things are one, we can't go backwards. We have to ascend because we can't even have consciousness of the 1D without raising the consciousness. And that's pretty wild, guys. That's pretty wild. Uh, sweet says, I felt that. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. God is always good. Absolutely. RC. I totally agree. Uh, barefoot with bunny says this conversation makes me so excited. We're literally watching so much unfold right before our eyes. Amen. My, my friend, my sister, my brothers, I love you guys. Thank you. Um, you guys have an awesome day. Like I said, see me at three o'clock here. Um, I'm doing this on TikTok right now because they took away my green screen on Facebook. So join me on TikTok, but I will repost this everywhere. So if you're watching on Facebook or you're listening on the podcast or you're watching on YouTube, you're just as much a part of this community. And I've kind of renewed my commitment to, to doing my best to look at all the comments and try to answer them the best I can. So if you comment, I promise you, I will definitely try to see it and get to it the best I can. I have all my apps set up to like show me like the top comments so that I can try to go through them. So if you make a relevant, good comment, I will do my best to get to it. 
do not leave me a three page book because I don't even read those. I just, I can't, when I have to expand it and you've got your life story in a paragraph there, if you have a question, comment, prayer, concern, or you want to introduce yourself, do that. I would love that. But some people on the comments leave books on there and I listen to audiobooks. So just keep that in mind. I very rarely like read text. Now I do have a bunch of books behind me that I, I do study time, but I get bored and sleepy when I read. So just don't send me a book. I love you guys. So anyway, I will see you this afternoon. Thank you so much. This has been the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, share. By the way, we were one of the top podcasts on Spotify in 2022, up and coming in the spirituality genre. We were in the top 20% on spirituality on Spotify, and I'm so thankful for that. So Go support over there too. Subscribe over there so you can listen in the car. So anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you this afternoon. Peace.